Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, chaps, good evening. This is it. Game week four review. Fantasy football noise. How are you, Steve? Very good, thank you, Jonathan. How are you, Wayne? Absolutely fine, if a little depressed at the terrible, terrible predictions we made last week, and I'm particularly annoyed at my own international injury roundup, which proved to be largely <laughs> untrue. I think we need oh. to think hard about segments we give you in the future. <laughs> I wouldn't give me fucking any on the basis of last week's performance. <laughs> However, I'm going to cut you some slack and say that a lot of fantasy football is guesswork and what you all you did was report the facts we've all come up you know even the fantasy football web website um you, you know you see the little uh, the little black and white eye and when it goes yellow or orange or red you, you know you oh blimey and nine times out of ten they haven't got it right either so you know you did your best you sound like you're getting your excuses in early john i'm just trying to give the guy a break he basically just read the news to us and it was virtually all Wrong. The, it was the news from the Metro or the Evening Standard, so maybe I need a better source in future. Maybe you do need a better source. I have made a few notes on some of what we predicted last week and things that we mentioned. Oh, really? Should we quickly go over them? Okay, let's have a look at the car crash that was last week's predictions. Uh, Andre Ayew, Mitch said, was unlikely to play. Not only did he play, he scored. Um, Trooper Moting, <laughs> uh, hamstring injury... <laughs> Played, scored. Did he score two? Just the a, one. Was it? Was it one? Is it? He, he played his heart out. I thought he had a really, really good game as well. Um, Aaron Moy, who had the shits, you'll recall, unlikely to the last a full game if at all. Played full ninety. Um, Steve, you think you said uh, Costa probably going to play in the Champions League within within about fifteen minutes of us finishing recording, <laughs> not included in squad. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better Kante you were apoplectic that uh, half the country had got him in their fantasy team I fully agreed with you scored <laughs> 10 points uh, KDB well I was furious get him out of your side I said deep lying roll I said two assists nine points <laughs> oh dear it goes on and of course the ones that we suggested Firmino he was hot two points and your boy, uh, Renato Sanchez at Swansea? I didn't necessarily tip him. I did, however, tip Ooh, Kane. You did, a, you did a bit. 
let's let's yeah. let's look at the facts here. I did tip Kane. Kane's the only one that we got right. I did enjoy uh, hearing Steve Claridge refer to Renato Sanchez as not having the body shape for the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that one. Oh, and in other news, Wayne, um, your prediction that Leicester would turn over Chelsea. Oh, there was money on that. Was there a little, was there a little wager on that uh, one? I, I do owe you £10, correct. I do indeed. Should we perhaps let it roll rather than exchanging £10 back and forth? Yeah, sure, let's do that. OK, I'm sure we can think of something very soon to have another wager on. Perhaps in the next 15 minutes. I look forward to it. Let's, let's try. Um, and also, very quickly, uh, who was the leader out of the three of us for this game week? Unbelievably, it was you by one point, John. Me by one. I'll take it. A win's a win. So that's three for me, one for Mitch, and just totting them all up. How many for you? Sorry. <laughs> Z- oh, zero. zero for you, Steve. <laughs> Come on, pick your heels up. Oh, dear. Just lulling us into a false sense of security, aren't you? I did look at one interesting stat for mm. my for my team this week. If you look at your game game week history on the on the website, mm-hmm. it shows you your your bench points. <laughs> yes. So this season I've gone 13, 32, 14 and 7. I've scored a hatful of points on my bench and not one bench boost to look wow. at. Just some poor choices. Mm-hmm. Or, if we're being nice to each other, some hard-to-predict results. Exactly. It's a game of chance. Exactly. What about poor old Frank de Boer? Ah, oh, RIP FDB. I know. Do you know what Boer means in English? Pig. Is it not something to do with South Africans? Nope. I heard it. Just the other day. Wayne, would you like a guess? Spear. No. Farmer. Farmer. Frank the Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps a more, more ideal profession for him rather than football manager. Yeah, I was going to say, per- perhaps if clubs going forward, clubs now know that, maybe they'll be less inclined to give him a multi-million pound contract. <laughs> He's clearly a bit of a prick. What was it, 77 days? It was 77 days, yeah. That's got to be the most incompetent Premier League manager in history. It is. I think he beat the record, which was set by Les Reed. Is it Les Reed? Charlton. Les Reed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he had the record previously with a bit more. I can't remember exactly what. What are my vague stats for you, Mitch? I think it was something like ninety days. But yeah, he beat. He beat even that. I like your vague stats. They're good. They're well known for them. Hey, listen. While we're talking about Crystal Palace, how about we get on our guest for this week? Oh, lovely. Who is none other than James Macy from both of our mini leagues? Uh, who is an ardent Crystal Palace fan and who is probably slightly unhappy at the moment and ready to vent about it? Should we hear from him? Cue the Macy. Good evening, James. Good evening, guys. How are you? We are all right. Very good, thanks. Very good. Better than you, I suspect. Correct, yes. I'm having a, a bit of a shocker from a, a footballing sense, yes. Not the best start to the season, I would say, James. No, as a Palace fan, um, and I think uh, all of us are like this, we're we're kind of head in the sand and uh, I'm sure some of us are even trying to say we're not Palace fans at the moment because it's all <laughs> all a little bit embarrassing. Oh, mate. But you're pleased he's gone? I, I'm not pleased with the mess that the club is in and probably the you know the the five weeks of uh, due diligence that they called it that they, they used to get Frank de Boer in because um, I think I said it to you when I spoke to you earlier in the season that right from the off he seemed like the wrong person for the club. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see the back of him. And how about young Woy? 
Young Roy. <laughs> Young Roy. Do you know what? I, I'm actually I'm actually okay with Roy. Um, I hated him as the England manager, but for us at this particular minute in time, he's probably what we need. We can't go out there and and get one of these untried people from uh, Europe again. So uh, I think he's probably the best that we could get at this moment in time. You need a safer pair of hands, don't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. And when you when you look at his, I know he didn't do well at. Um, your second club, Liverpool, or is it your first club? I don't know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. My first club, thank you. Carry on. Um, I, I know he didn't do well there, but... <laughs> Certainly didn't. If you look at him at Fulham, he did He did a really good job. And West Brom as well. And, you know, the fans have nothing but good things to say about him. So, mm. you know, let's hope he can he can bring... I, I think as well, you don't ever see a, ba- a player saying a bad word against him. So let's hope he can bring that because Palace players do need that kind of little bit of cuddling. They're a soft, <laughs> a soft bunch of uh, of but, girls, so they, they need someone to put an arm around them and, and get them playing. But James, is, mm. the, is the issue not still not the same? You, 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 Roy is going to be in charge of a bunch of lump heads that Allardyce has bought and Roy would probably want to to put a more progressive style in place. No, I think that Roy will play a similar style to to um, Sam in that he'll he'll work from the back. He'll get them defensively sound first, and God knows we need that. And then get them, you know, attacking from the from the wings with the pace that we've got and lumping lumping it onto Benteke's head, which is um, which is definitely what we need. Surely he'll be taking corners, won't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. If his England career is anything to go by, then. I've had a I've had a good look at the Palace squad, and there's not a lot jumping out at me from a fantasy perspective. Is there? Is there anyone we should be keeping our eye on? No, I, well, I tend to agree. I think we've got one person, maybe two that that you should be looking. At. I mean, Zaha. When he, I mean, you know, let's put it this way: De Boer was unfortunate in the fact that that's true. You know, Zaha wasn't playing the one player who could have probably helped out play, playing his philosophy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sacco wasn't there. Um, you know that the ball didn't back him and bring in lots of players. Um, but the one, the other person apart from Zaha, that I believe, you know, he'll be straight in my team. Well, he's still in my team. I've left him on the bench. That's, uh, but Loftus Cheek looks very, very good. Mm. Um, but again, he's been injured the last couple of weeks. But I, I think if we get Loftus Cheek back, um, you get Zaha back playing, and hopefully um, Sacco in playing, then you know, maybe, maybe they're worth looking at to get in your team. What about Kabai? Because Pardew used to rave about him and he brought him in from Newcastle when he moved to Palace. He was great in Newcastle, wasn't he? Yeah, he said he was the best player that he's, he's ever had playing for him. Yeah, I mean, when Kabai first came into Palace, what was it now, a couple of seasons ago, when the first sort of six months he looked absolutely superb, um, you know, a class above the rest, but he, he hasn't been doing much recently. He's still better than the, the others, but, you know, if you're looking for somebody who's going to set goals up, um, they tend to play him a little bit deeper, mm. so he he hasn't been playing that advanced role that he was at Newcastle. So yeah, it's a shame. Uh, probably not the best to be getting. Into I don't know team. if you've uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, mate, but uh, we have a real problem with defensive midfielders and uh, <laughs> and putting them inside. Take Kante for example. I mean, yeah, what... who scored last week? Oh, That's the one. Oh, him. that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I still think your advice stands, Steve. Over the course of the whole season, your your advice, our general view, defensive midfielder is not good for fantasy. I think that's sound. I'm advice. sticking with it. Well, yeah. I I started off with a, a Palace player um, who 
is uh, a defensive midfielder, but does take you, you can get defensive midfielders that take corners, free kicks, penalties. Mm. Um, but obviously, we've been shit at all of those things, so I took him <laughs> out straight away. So, right. but um, yeah, I, I you know, as far as Palace are concerned, Zaha and uh, no one else. I mean, I've had Scott Dan in my fantasy football team well, on several seasons, I think, in the past, and I mean. <laughs> Obviously, defensively, not advisable so far this year. But what about that header he missed? I mean, I know. Well, that's it. I mean, usually, you know, Scott Dan scores goals. Without, you know, we, we call him the goal machine. Um, and that was the definition <laughs> definition of a sitter. Is that was that what you call him? The goal yeah, he's machine. the goal machine. Yeah. Mm. Um, I would sing you the song, Catchy. but um, probably not. No. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. This season, as you say, um, it's just not happening for us in front of goal. But you know, I'm backing us to win on on um, on Saturday. Who have you got on Saturday, mate? I can't. I haven't seen. You. We have Southampton at home. Okay, well, that's a good one. Play, oh, yeah. and I have seen your fixtures because the next three aren't quite so kind, are they? <laughs> Am I right? Is it Man United, Man City, and Chelsea? So we have Man City away, Man United away, Chelsea at home. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, don't don't put Saka in just yet if you're thinking of doing it because mm. you know that that could be fairly embarrassing, and I think poor old Woy might be on the back of uh, four straight losses, and then he might get sacked. Got to try and get something from Southampton. So, James, as you, as you may know, I, yeah. I don't know that much about football, but I've got Ruben Loftus-Cheek in my team as a bit of a make-weight. He was a cheap midfielder. I Yeah, I know. Do you know what? I, the way he started the season, uh, obviously he has been injured, but he's back this week um, by all accounts. Um, I've seen uh, uh, videos of him training, so um, not that I'm, you know, perving on him but he's, he's been on the <laughs> Palace site that they have showed some um, uh, training videos with him being back so I think he's worth keeping in there because yeah he, he does look very very good and with Zaha out they may play him on the wing and that's quite handy because Pogba has got a hamstring injury from the Champions League so he's out of my side so I need a midfielder oh, here to, we go. to fill in behind yeah correct Mitch's tips <laughs> Right, let's very quickly move on. So, James, your fantasy fortunes not much better than Palace's, from what I can gather. Whereabouts are you? Where are you globe? What's your score? Where are you globally? So, I'm looking at 168 points for you. 168 points. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Massive. Massive. Globally, 2.8 millionth. Why don't you ask Steve and Wayne what their scores are? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be below me, surely. Unfortunately, I think we both are, James. So, so whilst you may may be depressed at least you don't star in a weekly podcast about a subject that you're really <laughs> shit at like like Mitch and I well I mean that's pretty impressive that both of you are below me um. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Seeing as I'm, what am I, fourth from bottom, fifth from bottom? You don't need yeah. to rub it in, mate. Sorry. He liked you until then. Yeah, I won't be invited back again. <laughs> you can invite me back at the end of the season once Palace have uh, qualified for Europe. I, t- you I tell you what, we certainly won't invite you back in the next four weeks anyway, because there won't be anything positive to say about the Palace. <laughs> I won't be speaking to anyone in the next four weeks. To any betting men, lump on the Palace now we've all said this. Yes. Exactly. Um, what transfers are you going to make this week, Jimbo? So I think, I, I think I've got to 
do something up front. So I've got um, I've got Roger up yeah, front. Big, yeah, big Roger Lekarke. Yeah, we like Roger. Um, he's a he's a he's a, he's a definite listener, isn't he? Yeah, you go. Your biggest fans, week, Mitch. Yeah, I've listened every week. Um, yeah, Roger's up front. I'm going to keep him up front, but I've got to do something with the other two who are not scoring, which is uh, Jermaine Defoe and uh, Chicharito. Surprising that Defoe hasn't mm, done a bit better. I know he hasn't played every minute of every game, but he's. I thought he would. There's something not quite right at your first yeah. club or second club. Second. Second club, sorry. There's something not quite right there. So um, I think mm. it might be. Def- I mean, obviously, with West Ham winning the other night, they may kick on. So I think. I may be um, swapping out Defoe. Okay, and who have you got your eye on? I may bring in another um, Man United player, maybe. Um, okay. Or if I can do maybe Vardy. Mm. Um, yeah, I might just be able to afford Vardy. So I think Vardy might be in with Defoe out. So you, think you fancy Vardy away at Huddersfield? I do, I do. Although, you know, when Huddersfield played Palace earlier in the season, I went to watch them. They, they were actually very good, defended extremely well. Mm. Um but I don't know. Yeah, I, I fancy maybe Vardy to, to get a you couple You could do worse than uh, okay. following John and going for Mooney and put him as your captain, maybe. <laughs> well, uh, so Mooney was the, you know, John put him in after he scored a brace at Palace. Correct. Yeah, I did. But Palace are awful. So, um, yeah, as I found out since then. Exactly. He's not going to get those chances. So I have, um, some, I have some headline news. Mooney is no longer... In oh. my side. Oh, we'll come to that in a minute. That is shocking, gents. Yeah. Should we let James go? He's uh, got time constraints. I have indeed, mate. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your nope. sharing your palace woes with us. We've enjoyed it immensely. Cheers, James. It's great having you. Yeah. Okay, mate. Okay. Thank you. Keep <laughs> keep uh, keep listening. Keep spreading the fantasy football noise word, and uh, good luck for the rest of the season, mate. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. See you. Cheers, bud. Have a good day. Okay, let's carry on. So, yeah, boys, so touched on it there. Uh, I have a little bit of breaking news. Go on. I have played my wild card. Oh, game week five. Yeah, active. Mixture of reasons. I had I had the Mane sending off, which obviously I was extremely disappointed about. I, I can't argue that it was a red card. Um, but, yeah, three-game ban. That's a lot of money to have tied up for three games. Mm. I can't argue that it was a red card having then sent me afterwards a picture of Aderson's face full of stitches. <laughs> i tell you what, though. Just, I mean, at the time, um, the commentaries, was it Gary Neville, said um, that he didn't think it was a red. He thought the ref had got it wrong. I, I think he got it right. But it was made a lot worse by the fact that Edison actually dipped his head into the challenge. If you look at the height, <laughs> like he literally, like he, not obviously he didn't want to, but it looked like he wanted... To like kiss the boot, it was crazy. Properly dipped down into it, which I, I think made it look a lot worse. Your man Sane, he had he had to go for it. Do you mean Mane? That's him. See, that's how much I fucking know. Mm. Nothing. <laughs> I even watched it as well at Baldock Services. We'll let you. We'll, we'll let you go on. Car- carry on. If he hadn't injured the keeper, it would have been all right, and he would have scored. It's just the fact that you're right. He dipped his head. Mm. The boot met his face, and that's why he got sent off. But it, it, he had to go for it. So in the following day, did you watch? Did you watch the Super Sunday game, which was anything but Super Sunday, which was the Swans? Correct. And Matt and Matt Ritchie got away with the yellow for virtually the same thing. It was identical, wasn't it? That's what made me, obviously, pissed off. Um, it seems unfair. Um, did he put the goalkeeper unconscious for five minutes though? No, he hit Alfie Mawson, and Alfie Mawson is proper hard. But that shouldn't be the deciding factor. It should be. 
what he did, regardless of the outcome. It is in boxing. This is not boxing, is it? Anyway, <laughs> we could argue that. John, what's your what's your wild card strategy? Have you have you just taken the 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 fantasy dream team and just replicated it exactly, or what have you done? No, I didn't even look at that. Uh, safe to say, I've only kept Ali, uh, Rob Elliott in goal, and <laughs> who else did I keep that I had before? Hegazi. All the rest have changed. Oh no, Lukaku. All the rest have changed. So new lineup for my team. Constant tinkering. Foster in goal. Across the back line, we have Maguire, Ben Davis, Hegazi, and Marcus Alonso. Mm-hmm. Happy with that. Um, I did have Pogba in initially, but as Wayne correctly pointed out, he's now out injured for probably a few weeks. Um, so I easy swap for Mkhitaryan. Um, and also cheap cheap midfielders, Chupo, Moting and Decore come in to the midfield. <laughs> Decore's on fire. Yeah, well, they both. They, yeah, he's on fire. And I was really impressed with Chupo Moting the other night. So, uh, yeah, he comes in. I bought Brady in the week before, so he's still in as my last midfielder. And then I've gone for Wood and Harry Kane up front. So it's a little earlier than I probably planned to do it. I probably would have planned to do it in week six or seven anyway. You've got enough time to, to, to sort of be able to spot a few cheap players who are playing every week, who are scoring goals in form. I've just jumped slightly earlier than I would have done, and I'm, I'm very happy with my new lineup. Yeah, it sounds really good, actually, and I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm not going to break my duck in our small fantasy football podcast mini league this week I think uh, I think you've done well there mate thanks mate I have an observation on Ben Davis because I looked at him because he's got some decent points mm. what he seems to have I know we're only a few games in but is he scored great points in some games in two games and then the other two games he scored virtually none you know, like zero or one point mm. so mm. I, wonder, I wonder how he'll perform from here on in whether he'll, it'll be boom or bust or whether he'll start to be a more steady scorer what position does he play mate you asking me or Mitch? No, I'm asking Mitch. Okay. Uh, I think he plays right back. Mm. <laughs> Other side, right? <laughs> left back? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so his, his point scoring is very much dependent on clean sheets, obviously. But uh, no, he's, he's, he's done well the last well, couple no, but of he weeks. He also scored in the first game, I think, didn't he? Exactly. He, he and, gets... and the other game that he played in that scored 16 points, he scored as well. Exactly, he gets forward. And I think you have to average out your 16s and your zeros. And if you've got a, a player who costs, you know, five, I forget what he was now, five million, um, scoring you an average of eight points a week, you'll bloody well take it with both hands. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. yeah. So um, there you go. And I, I think Spurs fixtures coming up are quite good. Kane's back on form. That will help the whole team. I actually have to say I was a slightly reluctant Ben Davis fan. I, I saw him play a couple of games last year and I thought he looked awful. Um, but that just may have been the couple that I happened to catch that he looked so bad. But this season, obviously, he's off to a flyer. So can't argue with the stats. So I, I know him pretty well. He's a Swansea boy born and bred and obviously Spurs got him from the Swans close personal friends yeah close personal friends but it didn't set the world alight I mean he's a left back at mm. at the Swans he does play quite well in a back three as the, on the left hand side which is mm-hmm. where he plays for Wales mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I don't think he's anything special no well we'll see how he gets on he, fi- he fitted the bill the fixtures were good and I could afford him just about so there you go should we quickly um, review your teams? Any changes you are you have made or are going to make before we wrap it up? Well, I obviously haven't made any changes because it's a Champions League week. Of course. You know, following my tried and trusted strategy. Yeah. But I think I might bring in your Chipong Bong from Stoke 
up front. <laughs> Chipong Bong. Whatever his name is. Chipomoting. Chipomoting instead of your Chicharito, who's who's shite, to be honest. He didn't look good on Monday. I did watch the Monday night game. He didn't look great. I did mm. watch it. Yeah, he didn't look great. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Anonymous. that switch, but I'm delighted that Kane is in my side. Yeah, and you captained him. And I brought him in last week. Yeah, skipping him. Just looking across your side now, that's sort of saved your skin a bit, hasn't it? <laughs> 42 points, 26 of them from Kane. <laughs> I must admit, I had an absolute disaster apart from him. Just topped off by the fact that I thought, you know what, I'm going to bench Lloris <laughs> instead of Courtois as well. So, yeah, I didn't have much luck on the bench this week. But, yeah, 26 points from Kane. Without that, I would have been dead in the water. Yeah, that's handy. Hopefully your luck will turn soon, mate. Um, Mitch, how was your week? I could see your score was not great. 33 points. Mm. Not great. And you slip to mm, three point six yeah. million. Correct. What but do you know? I'm making. Well, I'm not. I'm not making any transfers for the first week. I'm not making any transfers whatsoever. Really? Although, as we discussed with our guest, I'm hoping that your man Loftus Cheek will be fit enough to play because Pogba. It says on the uh, fantasy site he's got a twenty five percent chance of playing, yeah, he which won't. I assume I don't think is play. very little he's chance play. of playing. I'd be very surprised. So no. I've got Loftus cheek in, but it does still say that he's injured, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But otherwise, I'm not making any changes. Okay. And as Mitch previewed, cool. so you told me actually, Jay, go on. you said don't make any changes, let your team settle down, and you played your wild card. <laughs> you did yours in week two, mate. <laughs> You had one game to base things on. I've at least got four full game weeks of data to I've review. Already told you, I got excited. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I I heard my own words ringing in my ears as I hovered my finger over the confirm button. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, to be honest, I really wanted Kane in for this weekend. I wanted him from now. I just think you know, and look look what he did in the Champions League as well. I think he's a must have. And I just thought if I can shoehorn him into my side as well as Lukaku, I'm that's got to be a good idea. So, And they're playing Swansea. I'm afraid they are. Darren Anderton said of Harry Kane, he could step into any side in the world. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, would. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I would. And that's not to say he's the best, but I would say he wouldn't look out of place in any team. Yeah, agreed. And uh, as we previewed last week, don't forget the deadline for this week is, is Friday evening. Correct. Massive South Coast game. Oh, Bournemouth Brighton. Seasiders. C- C- <laughs> Up the cherries. Come on. That's got to be. That's got to be a six pointer already. Relegation six pointer in week five. Absolutely is. Can't wait. Now in this day and age, would would we expect violence? At a, <laughs> it's not really even a local derby, but it's not. Some two and a half hours along the coast. If you go by the song, there is though. Go on. We hate Brighton and Ove Albion. We hate Reading too. They're shit. We hate Pompey and Scummers, but Bournemouth, we love you. Yeah. There you go. Very good. You I think go. your uh, I think your view of of football may have been tarnished by that Reading incident when you followed the Jacks. I don't think it happens these <laughs> days so much now. <laughs> oh, okay. Especially amongst middle class football fans from Bournemouth and Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> what's the um, what's the pick of the fixtures ahead this weekend? Tough one for Swansea, as we've mentioned away at Spurs, Steve. Yeah, no, it's going to be very difficult for us. But uh, I think I think the pitch size will will help us. But no, Spurs win all the way for me. They're not definitely not at home yet. They're other. You sound not very confident at all, Baker of Swansea. They're, 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 
They're a decent side, aren't they? They're a banana skin sort of side. Oh, no, absolutely. if you're playing them at home. Yeah, don't get me wrong. No, no. I mean, we've lost both our home games so far this season. So, actually, away from home, we're unbeaten. But, but no, no. I, don't, I just think this week, I don't think we're going to beat the Spurs because I think the Spurs are a super side. And, okay, they didn't didn't start very well, but I would expect them to, to be easy top four challenging for the title. So, it's mm. just this week. But I think the Swans are a good side. Definitely. Mitch, do you want to pick a fixture that you think is a banana skin that I will challenge you with a wager on? How about West Ham winning away at West Brom? I'll, I'll definitely call a West Brom win there. You back in the hammers? Okay, well, let's go for that. West Ham had a decent win on the weekend, didn't they? So Let's see, shall we? Let's see. So draw, no bet. Uh, I've got West Brom to win. You've got West Ham. Yes, correct. On. Double or quits. All right, chaps, we've got to run. That's it for another week. Most enjoyable. Thank you both. Cheers. Cheers. Cue the music. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.